Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dance Pants Radio. Jacob Reed, I hope you choke on your fucking roast. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Before we get into everything, yeah. first of all, thank you to everyone who came to our trivia night. Yes. Went really well. We Yep. I was about to say we won, but we didn't. <laughs> we can't. It's illegal. Yeah, that's The trivia cops would be coming after us. That was what Jaden Stevenson tried. You know, He be tried hard. to win his own trivia night. <laughs> if you get traced by the trivia cops, you know what that is. It's a trivial, trivial pursuit. pursuit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well done, Tom. <laughs> oh, this is the bar that we have set tonight. Oh. Um, that was a good night. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to Amelia, a friend of the show. She's sent us a few emails before. She's done the math. She has done the math. Also, what Amelia has done is she bought a pop vinyl figure for us and she turned it into a Taylor Harris. It looks fucking good. Real good. Next real, level real good. craftsmanship. Um, we'll post a photo of it. Uh, there's a photo of us holding it on our Twitter and there'll also be a It's very far away though because we're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, yeah. There'll also be a close up of that going online soon. And thank you so much. Um, and congratulations to Team Fire Eddie Maguire into the Sun, who won the trivia night by one point. Would have been a hundred because they also got a hundred points for that team name. Yeah, it's the best team name. <laughs> it was good. It was very good. Special shout out too to friend of the show Jason, who wore a Michael Voss glove. Oh, it was beautiful. Ah, oh, fantastic. That was good. And thank you to Gemma for putting it on for us. Yeah, good work. Thank, thank you to radio. Gemma for letting us loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a very loose. <laughs> You could just tell, like, the segments of the trivia night that Gemma had organized and then the ones that we were in charge of. Uh, for anyone who wasn't there, Gemma uh, presented. We alternated rounds, and Gemma's rounds often included well-thought-out questions, tricky ones. Yep. Ours were like, who kicked the first goal of the 2000 grand final? He put himself there. He was the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was, uh, it was a good night, good night. What wasn't good, unfortunately, was this week of football. Uh, it's been nothing but bad news out of my camp, and I don't want to talk about it. Um, just just checking. I, it's also shit over here. Yeah. It's pretty good up in Brisbane. It's okay. Um, no, nah, it's, it's going swimmingly. Seven wins in a row. First uh, time since, I think, 2002. Uh, bit a of- premiership year. 
if you will. Bit of news out of uh, this game, though, Sean. Uh, so the team that Brisbane defeated, spoilers for later in the episode, <laughs> uh, Western Bulldogs, uh, they shared a flight home with one of the friends of the show. And uh, oh. apparently the there was a lot of Bulldogs fans on the flight. And for some reason, the flight was tense. Like the players didn't want to talk to the fans because they'd lost. Ooh. And the fans didn't really want to talk to the players because they'd lost. Tension. Tension on the flight. Didn't know about that. Liber was, was in a car because he, he couldn't be on the plane <laughs> <laughs> for reasons. Yeah. He gets too high on a plane, shaves his head. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the egg rushed yeah, through his body. Just to clarify, I don't think it was like a – it's not like Western Bulldogs, like don't talk to us, but I think it was just like they would clearly give off the vibe of disappointment. Arrogance is what also, I think. Arrogance. Absolutely. How can you be arrogant and defeat? <laughs> Won a flag a few years ago and now it's like we don't care about the fans. They're all about the fans, mate. You should talk – Engage with your fans whether you win or lose. That's what I think. I think it might have also been that the fans were disappointed in them. Yeah, maybe the fans gave them the cold shoulder and they felt awkward. <sighs> what kind of fan are you then? That's Bad true. one. Yeah. Matt, also, it's a flight. You've got a really lot of go explaining up? to do, mate. When you're next on here, you've got to explain why the Bulldogs fans are terrible. When players are on flights, do people actually go up to them and try and talk to them? Well, I imagine when they get off maybe. Yeah, or, or like in the boarding area. Uh, I can understand that. If they've got off the plane and they're like, I want to go home. Well, I think this was like waiting to getting get on. on. I feel like if it was Mitch Robinson, he would have made time for the people. He would have signed autographs, he kissed would babies. He would have played Fortnite with kids with the, on their switches. Absolutely. would have smoked them. That's right. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have pulled any punches. He's a professional. For a man who pulls punches. Yeah. Throws punches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just throws huge tackles oh, and big and, bumps and rib ticklers. Oh, just getting in there, be like, your lungs still there, buddy? Just checking for you. <laughs> they are. There's an imprint on my uh, right elbow. <laughs> all right, so should we get into the footy of this week now that we've uh, touched on pretty much all of the nice things that have happened? Um, I felt there was one more thing, and I, but I can't remember. Um, oh, actually, oh. we saw the Australian Dream, the yeah. other Adam Goods documentary, oh. which is. A incredible documentary. Again, much like the final quarter, will make you very angry yep. at Australia. It will blow your mind to realize that Sam Newman had a job on TV until this year when they changed the format of the show and they're even bringing him back for the grand, grand final special. That man, I'm sorry, just I'm going to get angry and then I, he'll be out of my system and we can talk about good footy things, but I, I just, just have to yell first. So they're bringing him back for the grand final special. There is a chance that based on these two documentaries that he will get booed or that the crowd will not Tolerate, yeah, but he'll, no, he'll no, fucking no, 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 thrive no. on it. I'll tell you what, it'll be a footy show crowd. No, that's true. Those, the people who like and watch the footy show, he I'm got assuming, a, like Sam Newman. He got booed when he when, when he, he first was, was going up against goods by people in the crowd, but I think that was Sydney supporters. There was mm. someone someone yelled out, "You're a racist" during that speech that's in the documentary. Yeah, the, you're not getting booed because you're indigenous. You're getting booed because you're, you're a jerk. jerk. Everyone's the thing. Okay, so all right. He shouldn't be on TV anymore because the man has nothing to contribute to society. No. He is a waste of oxygen. He's a waste of blood cells. He's a toxic piece of shit. I am disappointed and it hurts that he has to be a member of like a Geelong team in the century because yeah. he's a Geelong player. But you know what? What's he done? He's fucking irrelevant. Oh, he's the game's records holder. Not any fucking more. I was going to call Bartel him. Bartel and Enright went past him and Sean. He's never won a premiership so he can fuck off. Good. I was going to call him a cancerous dog, but dogs are good boys and Sam Newman's just a big fuckwit. He's, he's just slime. He's just slimy. Mm. He's gross. He made Nicky Winmar feel like shit. Oh, that is a uh, – it's it's a bad scene. 
It's a bad moment in, in time. That didn't like watching it. It just made yeah. He's a fucking big piece of shit. I don't know how anyone could watch that apology. So for context, uh, in the doco, there's a moment where so Nicky Winmar, who was the famous Indigenous footballer, pointed at his stomach after um, copying sexual taunts from Collingwood in 1983. Yep. But it, it, on the footy show through that year, um, Winmar was going through some stuff and didn't turn up. So as part of a bit. It was five years later. It was 1999 that this footy show bit up. You know, correct, yeah. correct. But like when my was talking about he'd been going through yeah. some stuff at the time, so just didn't want to go. So Newman came out towards the end of the segment in blackface, but being like, well, Eddie, I'm the best we could have got for Winmar, uh, and then apologised to Winmar. Sorry. They read a statement from Channel 9 saying the footy show apologised to Winmar. Sam Newman mugs for the camera Says it's good that we got the statement out there, I suppose. Yeah, isn't that great? No apology. No apology. Power handshake, like Donald Trump-style overtly aggressive handshake on Winmar, who is clearly uncomfortable, and then was back on TV that week. The man shouldn't have a fucking job. He should have been fired ages ago. Eddie Maguire's in the same boat. Eddie Mag- oh. One thing with the Australian dream is it has a scene of kind of like audience redemption where it makes Eddie Maguire in 2019 just look. He just... It's so good. Uh, he looks like an idiot in this movie, but there's like talking heads part. So if you've seen the final quarter, the one that was on television, how it's just archive footage, the Australian dream has a lot of talking heads. Including, it's more of a traditional documentary yeah, style. A theatrical documentary, definitely, yeah. like in the style of what you'd expect. Eddie McGuire is one of the talking heads and they- Make him, him listen to his <laughs> own radio bit. And he looks like he wants to die and that's good. But positive takeaway from the final quarter, uh, the Australian dream- Gilbert McAdam, we've said this on this show a lot. I've decided, boys, my two favourite, and it changes every week, but my two favourite football media people interchangeably are Gilbert McAdam and Neroly Meadows. It just changes every week. Do you know why? They both just get excited about stuff. They love stuff. I'm big, in order, like, you know, Gilbert, I'd watch a panel, like, of every footy commentary if it was Gilbert, Neroly, Hudson, and Dwayne Russell. <laughs> I w- Imagine that. Just like Dwayne O losing his mind and Gilbert getting excited on the ground that he gets to like talk to a player who's just kicked a goal and isn't that – ah, oh, the man loves footy. I love him. I love him too. There's I a just, yeah. scene in the film where he's describing just watching Adam Goods like in a play, <laughs> yeah. like as in like just one play that Adam Goods was in and he's just like – and he like – if he was in here now and he leaps, he'd, he'd hit the ceiling and he's like runs through a patch. He's like boom. <laughs> what I love though is that every other talking head is sort of sitting back in a chair, very direct. Yeah. All of Gilbert's talking hands, he's leaning forward and he's just hands. Yeah. He's just the most, oh, I love it. I love it so Full much. Full of energy. Breaks my heart that he was ever like racially abused. Well, that Breaks was, my heart that anyone was racially abused. I know, abused. but. So there was that one game in particular with yeah. he and Nicky Winmar, but I just love that Gilly was like, he went up to Winmar and was just like, mate, don't listen to them. We're going to be best on ground today, both of us. And they just showed highlights <laughs> and they of them were. drilling goals on the run from 60. <laughs> Do you know I love is that they're like, fuck you then. They weren't trying to pass it to any team. Yeah. They're like, we're kicking every goal. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, go see it when it comes out. Great film. Um, it's going to be released internationally too. So if you're uh, I also hadn't heard the Stan Grant speech that's in the film. And yeah, it's the one where the title brilliant. comes from. Yes. Yeah. Just watch the film. It's really good. It'll make you angry because like, I, I think – 20, even now, looking back on it, but you go even further. So 20 years, 30 years from now, looking back on this moment, this will forever be, I think, like a blight or a dark moment in the game's history. Like this is going to be one of those things where like you look back on other sports having a dark moment, you know, the fact that the Olympics awarded 
Germany, the Olympics in 1936, when Hitler rose to power. A lot of people look back at that and be like, that was the reason that he was able to convince Germany he was the right man. Um, people, Historians look back at that moment and go, that was a dark time for the Olympics. In that same context of there was a mistake made and the repercussions were massive, I think that's going to always be looked at as a dark time for the sport and I don't think they're ever going to get away from it. I honestly think they should show it in schools. Good. They're showing in high schools probably, and maybe year edit, eleven and twelve. Edit out some C's that are in there. <laughs> I guess only the one. No, the there's. One. It's kind. It's very than... important for context, though. You kind of need it. Do you know another thing happens in that docker that's amazing? Is Adam Good's telling the story about hurting his knee <laughs> yeah. in that grand final? Oh yeah. I mean, this is the thing, right? That like ah, oh, we're we're way off topic, but this episode of footy is how Good's footy with a D E S. Yeah. Um, that that grand final where he did his PCL. Came back on and he's like in the talking head bit. He's like, so I got out there and I knew I could run in a straight line. Couldn't change direction. Couldn't slow down. <laughs> kicked the sealer. Yeah. Like all the goal that got them in front and then Malczewski kicked the, the sealer. Mm. But he Hero. had his hands in a lot of goals that, like, yeah. that day. Yep. I remember watching that and, and like it was obvious that he was injured. Yeah. But I didn't realise it was a PCL. Shouldn't have been out there. Like no. it's insane. Well, the coach did try and pull him off. Well, yeah, the coach was – so apparently in the, when they're telling the story of it, Horst Longmire is saying that he went to him like multiple times and was like, are you okay, are you okay? Because he did his knee just before halftime. Goodsy's version of events is that at the start of halftime, Longmire came to him and was like, are you racing? Right? Like, yeah, no, I'll be fine, mate, don't worry. Midway through halftime, he came to him two more times and was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Just before they were about to go out there, apparently he grabbed him by the arm and was like, mate, are you okay? And he turned around and was like, I'm fucking fine, Horst. <laughs> Great film. Uh, it releases in Australia to just like normal cinemas in like two or three weeks, I think. You can follow the Australian Dream on Twitter. Yeah. Um, they'll tell you. They're, they're pushing for an international release. So overseas people, you can watch it and learn about how good footy is. Yes. And also generally how shitty Australia is to Indigenous people in general <laughs> in a broader context. Yeah. All right. So should we jump into these games of the weekend? Let's. All right. So first game was North Melbourne Defeated Hawthorne. So, yeah, North Melbourne, re- still still a finals possibility. Reshaw, they signed him, and he was like, I'll show you why I'm the man for the job. And he just out-coached Clarkson. Clarkson's hey. head looks so small in comparison. Clarkson's got a little head. He does have a small, narrow head. He's got head. a very narrow head. <laughs> yeah. He was no chance, really. Like, if we, were, if we were looking at those coaches going in, and I know a lot of people, you know, Hawthorne came out strong. Some of the people in this room tipped Hawthorne like big fucking dumb idiots. Yeah. All you had to do was look at a photo of the two heads and you know that the choice was right there in front of you. I did panic. I tipped north yep. um, like a, a, genius. a hero. Yeah. A genius. Yeah. Nearly got the margin too. <laughs> Big hero. Um, but I did worry. Like in that first quarter, I think the Hawks kicked the first four goals. Is that right? Yep. And I think there would have been a lot of people that were like, oh, boy. And they missed a couple too. North maybe should have looked a little bit harder. Or was it the rule search. of back your coach in, lose next week? Well, that's why I tipped Hawthorne. I was like – Sign your co- back your coach, lose the next game. You, you've seen it's that. job safe. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, I've seen it before. Now, look, I, I was, it was never in doubt. Uh, big head, big game, big, big win. win. It's, it's all there. Written in blue and white. Um, I was reading something today. So on the weekend, North had a, like a shin bone function yep. where they named their like 10 best players of all time. And then I saw on Twitter today someone pointed something out that I agree with so much. Every year, North Melbourne do something where they're like, we're celebrating 
uh, the best five uh, guys named Brian who've played for our club. Or they'll be like, oh, this is our dinner for best goal kickers. Uh, this is Shinboner of the Week. Uh, this is Shinboner of the Decade. Mm. They have, they love, like, over-the-top historical commemorative functions at North Melbourne. It's almost like they don't have anything to enjoy now. They've got to go all the way back. They've got a shin boner for history, Tom. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Herald Sun, was it the Herald Sun that had the headline yes. gr- Grin, Grin Boners? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, someone at the sports pages was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Um, speaking of, though, just quickly, do you know who wasn't in their 10 best players of all time? Who? Glenn Archer. Ooh. Do you know who was number one, though? Yep. Yep. Not going to say his name on this show. I've already gotten angry about one washed-up ex-footballer who's no good. Who yeah. was number two? Ah, uh, Keith. Um, you know, Keith. Keith. No, I was reading it like Old literally. Mate. <laughs> Malcolm Blight didn't get a look in, did he? Yeah, did he go home? He was sixth. Did he? Oh, okay. I just yeah. saw Stephen Quartermain tweet that the people who decided it must not have watched a lot of footy because Blight should have been number two. Well, Blight should have been two and Glenn Archer should have been in there. I'm assuming Brent Harvey was in there. Yep. Boomer. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, Stevens, Anthony oh, Stevens, yeah. good. Uh, Cable wasn't, which was a surprise. Mm. Mick Martin didn't get in there. Bloody hell. shame. Oh, he'll be in the Carlton one. <laughs> or the Brisbane one. Mick Martin. Did he play for Brisbane for a You're bit? you Martin Pye. Oh, I do that every time. Baldies. Big bald guys named Martin. Big who aggressive baldies. That's it, yeah. yeah. Has there uh, been a bald player in the AFL who's not angry as fuck? Gary Ablett Jr. Oh, he's a different kind of angry. Zaharakis. Oh, would you call him bald though? Nah. He's he's got no hair. He just shaves his head though. Gary Ablett's not an angry man. He's um, the exception. I'm just trying to think of bald players and Wait, bald players who aren't angry. Yeah. yeah. Gary Ablett has elbowed three people in the That's head. That's true, he's got before angry. before this year though, you would have said Gary Ablett wouldn't have been an angry man. I reckon in that was it like a three week period where he was elbowing people. Yeah. Do you reckon his church was closed down for renovations yeah. or something? And he's and he's got angry. Different just, priest. Just didn't know where to pray. I'm trying to think of other ball players. <laughs> Different priests. Different. His priest was on holiday. <laughs> he walks in and he's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then three weeks later he's like, Father, forgive me, I've sinned. He's like, Christ, you absolutely up. Three elbows, guys. Three? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Father. You just weren't here. 6,000 Hail Marys. <laughs> he did them faster than anyone. Um, 100% uh, efficiency on the Hail Mary. <laughs> was Reese sure an angry player? Yes. We played for Collingwood and he had a little bit of hair. I'm going through like ball players and I'm, I just keep coming back to Gary Ablett and Paul Chapman and I'm like, nah, Paul Chapman. Barry love. Hall, angry. No, guys, I got one. Tom Harley. Not an angry man. <sighs> Not an angry man at all. No, Very calm, good. measured, beautiful cheekbones. Tom Harley's a beautiful man, boys. Joe is a handsome man as well. Adam Goods, handsome man. Absolutely. That's what I thought watching the Aged. Oh, like a fine wine, that it's man. It's so weird looking at footage of Adam Goods from like 2000, like the 2005 grand final and now you're like, how has that much time passed yet you look better? S- yeah. Salt and pepper beard. Oh, salt and pepper beard sells it for me. Here I am. I've doesn't wear glasses though, so it's not my time. <laughs> or I have a man bun. <laughs> I can imagine Goodsy wearing glasses. It looks a fit suave as fuck, wouldn't it? I reckon he might I reckon he might have sneaky reading glasses. Oh, he absolutely would have sneaky reading glasses. Ooh. Oh man. Although there's a scene in the film where you see him reading no glasses. He's got contacts in that day. Well, maybe. Shit. Fucking hell. Get his glasses at home. Speaking of fucking hell, fucking hell. First game Saturday. 
Your T-shirt says you're in hell, and were you? Yes. Uh, 59-point loss to Port Adelaide. We know, Joel, because we were there. Yeah. yeah. We had cold. great seats. It was not cold. <laughs> we were very high up and standing, and you two wouldn't shut up about how cold it was. Oh, Tom, how cold was it? It was so cold. Far out. We were no good for you at that game because <laughs> you were having a bad time. We, I bought you a beer. You did buy me a I beer. I knew what you needed. Yeah. It was alcohol. Yeah. Um, and I was, to be fair, I was also, you know, copping it from my brother who was sending me emojis yeah. of bows and arrows and roses. <laughs> they were, that was good quality. That was good he quality. He also snapped a photo of Vossie after the game, yep. which I loved. Got a photo of Vossie after the game, called out to Chad Corns, who turned around and gave him a peace sign. So oh, they had a good day. The good Corns. Yeah, the good Corns. <sighs> yeah. I actually regret, like, oh, I forgot that Vossie would be there. Like, <laughs> at one point, one of you guys told me, and I was just me. like, Oh my god! Just go for a walk, Sean. I should have gone down to the race and like called out to him as he walked off. Been like, come like home, I, like I did back in the day when his job was on the line, and I was like, I love you, Bossy. Did he give you anything that day? Oh, I feel like one time he looked in my direction. Justin Leppage definitely did because I did the same with him. I was trying to, you know, here's give him the thing, a lift. right? So you said you went down to the race and said, "I love you, Bossy," and then yeah. I said, "Did he hear you?" And your exact words were, "I think he did one time." Which leads me to believe that, Sean, have you done that more than once? Probably would have, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Get around the boys. They're all walking off. Maybe it's a win, maybe it's a loss. You've got to let the guy know. Yeah. He needs to know. He needs <laughs> to know. Tom, if you love somebody, you got to tell them. I have yelled out to Tom Stewart at a Port Adelaide game and I was on the fence and he turned around and I got a thumbs up. Did you tell him you love him? I was like, well done, Tommy. And he gave me a thumbs up. I didn't say I love you. I just feel like everybody should tell players that they love them. Yeah. Let them know. Tom, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Vossi, if you're listening... You know how you I You know feel. what? That's what play. Don't worry about booing if you're sitting on like the like front row of the ground. Just start yelling out love to your team. Yeah. Also, to the opposition, it'll confuse the shit out of them. I'll be like, "Oh, that guy loves me. He's got the wrong scarf on. I better turn it over. I better kick a goal." They, they'll get. They'll get. I better shy. do a Dylan Clark and kick it the other way into the uh, into the wrong fifty meter arc on the run. Kick too. It was still like Westhoff's advantage. Oh. Nice out. Did they, get, did they get a goal from that play? They did, no, it was they? a behind. Spread the love. He just got flustered. It happens to everybody. Mel Michael kicked a goal once. He did? <laughs> kicked a reverse that? goal? Vossi <laughs> handballed him on the 50. He wheeled around, snapped it over his head. And it wasn't like, on the 50. It was about 15 or 20 metres out. Vossi turned him and was like, and what the fuck like, are you doing? What are you doing, Mel? And he went, oh, I just hate footy now. <laughs> and then he retired. And then Kevin Sheedy was like, hey, mate, come play footy because it's great. And he went, yeah, actually it is, Kev. <laughs> yeah, I think big, he played two years at the Bombers. Yeah, big uh, Kev. Just yeah. whisper, whisper the right words. He needs to whisper the right words to this team because you got smashed. Yeah. Uh, so we're 5-1 and one now, and I got sent a interesting stat. So in the last six weeks, we uh, five wins, one loss. Percentage of 98%. Whoa. Sydney, uh, one win, five losses in the last six weeks, and they are 98%. They've actually got a better percentage than you. They're 98.8, yes. you're 98.6. Yeah. It's just one team is tight. You know, taking the chances, and the other team just drops marks. Well, I mean, I, well, we get to that. We'll get to that game a little bit later on. But Ooh. I feel like if there was another team playing against uh, GWS, they would have kicked that sealer because I've seen them do it before. I mean, that's the thing is you you couldn't win this game because there was no opportunity for Hooker to come and kick a goal with a minute to go because you were fifty points down. Yeah, and that was it. Was actually kind of frustrating. You could see our players getting frustrated because. We have an, just enough injuries that the team doesn't quite work. And then you lost McKernan before the bounce, which yeah. completely fucked the structure. Yeah, which meant that like Zach Clark 
just got murdered in the center. Like we had like I don't remember seeing a but center clearance. Paddy Ryder back into form. Yeah. I'm going to ask you as a Bombers supporter, booing Paddy Ryder. No, nah, not a fan. Yeah, me neither. Didn't like I it. Didn't like it. with Essendon, it wasn't too bad. It was- it, it, it t- look, it was it was big early, but then when the margin blew out, they stopped. Yeah. Just, yeah, nah, wasn't a fan. Don't boo a guy who left your club because the club wouldn't guarantee that his unborn children would be okay because of a medicine that they gave him that he didn't know about. Yeah, yeah with Essendon, and I think most of our fans would probably be on the Like, we don't really have a platform to stand on for players leaving in that time. No. It's been forgotten, I think, by some of the fans. Healthy crowd. Yeah. We got there. That's why we were standing. We got there in the second quarter. Um, and basically every aisle we went to, the person, the ticket person was like, you're not going to get a seat there, mate. <laughs> Even at the ticket booth, the old lady was like, you are going to struggle <laughs> to get a seat. I was like, oh, okay. When was Don't sell me the ticket, love. Come on. Um, <laughs> <And she's- laughs> it's all right. We got a great spot standing near a bar, which is exactly what I needed. No, nah, we were in a good spot, though. We could see a lot of the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we stood back so you could have the better vantage point. That's true. We, yeah. stood, we stood back and just did this a lot. Oh, Sean, fuck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Well, I Is mean, going to be okay? But, Tom, in doing that and being good blokes for our mate Tusha and standing further back, geez, it was cold. Oh, it was fucking cold there. It was cold at the back. That's so all I cold. fucking heard. Yeah. And fucking getting updates from being like, oh, Jacob Reed has sent another remote. Oh, Jesus. He's a funny one, isn't he? Fuck you, Jacob. Yeah, all right. You're angry, but that Photoshop was funny. I'm sick of him. It was very good. It was Look. great. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and then he came after me on Twitter. <laughs> that was her across the line with that photo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, just a quick reminder to all Port Adelaide fans listening. Essendon still currently seventh, one game safe in the eight. Port still a game out, not going to make the eight. <laughs> See, Based I, on form, I, I think Adelaide are going to fall and I think yeah, Port are going to no, go in. Yeah, I agree, Tom. And Port are dangerous because mm-hmm. if they're on, as they were on the weekend, yep. were they on or were they just playing a, a battered team who had been... On a roller coaster. Well, for here's six what weeks. I want to say, Dusha. I feel like people are, oh, you know, bombers. I'm like, no, 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 no. This isn't unexpected. You've you're injured and you've been getting by by the seat of your pants. Yeah. You're due for a loss like this. Yeah. And Port, look, it wasn't like Port. Essendon weren't apart from like Dylan Clark's kick the opposite way. There wasn't like a lot of Essendon just like turning the ball over. It was like we'd kick into our fifty. Their defenders would just get it out really quick. Mm. And when it worked, like in the second and third quarter, when it was working for us, it was working for us. It was just you could see the players were getting frustrated because we would fight pretty hard for a goal, and then it would be back within like ten or sixteen points, and then they'd just get a quick center clearance quick out, goal. Marcus, quick goal. Yeah. Yeah. They were also far more accurate at kicking, so like Port were on. I mean, Cal Hooker, I think, summarized your accuracy. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. That was but no good. Does she remember in Richmond's premiership years, um, St. Kilda smashed them? That's true. And it happened, you know, in the later half of the year, I think. So, um, you know. 2009, Geelong limped into the finals and every team was trying to – so Collingwood and Hawthorne played off uh, for in round 22 or whatever. Yep. And both of them wanted to win because if they won, they were like, we get to play Geelong and uh, we'll beat them because they were injured. They got sm- We got smashed by Carlton by like six goals in the last mm-hmm. few weeks. So, you know what, mate? It's not the it's end alive. of the world, and we, like, McKernan is a big out. Look, we get to see some players kick some arse goals. Fantasia looks great blonde. He kicks, very good. He kicks probably the best goal of the day from the boundary line. Uh, it's good that he's back. 
Yeah. Tipper did nothing, unfortunately. Did no- oh, he took I a screamer. huge mark. Oh, that was great, actually. It was a big. That mark. happened as we arrived. That was yeah. like we walked through the doors. That was the first thing that happened. Tipper felt our presence, and he lifted. Unfortunately, his Literally. kick was a behind. He Mitch then- Brown kicked zero goals three, which is very unlike him. Although, as Sean pointed out, all the games we've been to, Mitch Brown has been bad. So yeah, we're, we're not good for our boy Mitch. That was also something that I pointed out, and not Sean, but that's okay. That's yeah, I wouldn't have picked up on that. Cool. Um, great. I just got my friends confused, so that's good. Yeah, that's the second time that's happened in this discussion of this game. Really? Yes. Come on, mate. Pay more attention. Man. Anyway, poor Tipper only got 36 dream time. Uh, dream team points. Disha, who have you got in the next three weeks? Because you need to win one more. We have Western Bulldogs at Marvel. Ooh. Tough. We then have Fremantle. In fucking Perth. Oh, yeah, play to make it a form for you. Are you welcome? <laughs> then we got Collingwood. Oh, you'll win that one. Is it possible that Essendon missed the finals? Yes. Oh, that would be frustrating. Uh, oh, really? Just a, just a touch frustrating. Now, for me, it would be frustrating because then we miss out on the roast from Terrence. And we, we still get it. Do we get it? Dusha can't come, though. Oh, I don't know if that. I don't know if it works. We, like no, that. we leave him at the sexy end, pick him up on the way out. <laughs> You spent hours in there. It's so big. Tom, Ten. I was in there 10 minutes. I saw all the dildos I had to offer. All of them. 10 minutes. Mate. It's small, Tom. It's not. It's, it's wrong. Fucking hell, my cupboard at home's a bigger sexy land. Douche, you're out of those three. What's the win you're going to get? Collingwood. I think that we will probably... Oh, fuck, I just, I'm just remembering so many times where Essendon's like... The cheekiness that we had, it just fucked us real bad. Hooker's kick that went off the side of the boot. McKenna tried to do his fucking kick to himself, and he, then he kicked it out of bounds on the full. Do you think that this club thrives on the pressure? Because they might need to win in the final round. I think you just got to go hard and beat the doggies this week. I think we'll beat – we'll win – We'll win against either Western Bulldogs or Frio. If we beat Western Bulldogs, there is a chance we win the next two. Collingwood, it's literally impossible to say. No, because they're so injured. They've got no players. They're injured. Someone was like it would be easier for Collingwood to list the players who were fit and playing than it would be to list the injured players. Well, yeah, yeah. I, they've got a team, like a 22, that's injured. Injured. It's a pretty good 22 as well. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, this hasn't killed... My hope for finals, but it has not helped. No. Put a bit of a dent in it. Yeah. Next game. A game that Essendon would have won. This was a game that we anyone would have, would have won. <laughs> to be fair, though, Sydney should have won it because they should have got a free kick. Eh. No, it's a free kick. Every day. I, I can understand it being missed. Yeah, It's I, not a howler. I don't think. It is a bit... I mean, just ask Longmire in the box. There's a bit of a tangle up. Yeah, I guess, you know, and a tough player would have taken also, the second grab on the chest. Sam Reid's still got to go back and kick the goal. If he hits the post, would it have been a draw? Nope. If he hits the post twice, would it have been a draw? Yes. I just don't know. Sydney just, to me, that's a club screaming out for a Joe Danaher. Yeah. Is he available? Well, look, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, all rumours will be crushed and it'll be fine. But They'll be crushed because there won't be rumours anymore. They'll be truths. Well, it wasn't a rumour that he met with Sydney. They've confirmed it. Yeah, No, I, he didn't meet with Sydney. He met with their CEO, who was someone that 
Are they friends outside of football? Do we know? Tom Allen's not the CEO. He's the director of football. Oh, but he's, he's the yes. CEO in training. Uh, and yeah, how does he know Tom Harley? Uh, he's like a big fan. Like they've not played together, but I think they were like fr- they're friends in football. Sure, yeah. Like they wouldn't have played together because Harley retired in '09, yeah. and yeah. so uh, Harley's a big fan of Joe. I think it's the other way around. Likes the way he plays the game. He hasn't been playing much of the game this Joe, year. I love Joe Danaher being a big fan of Tom Harley. I don't know why that warms my heart. Just two good boys. There you go. Not angry, bald man. Joe, shave your head. Anyway, so yeah, that meeting happened. Uh, Gemma from Play on Radio. Uh, frequent guest of the show doesn't want him, so that's good. Because I want him, I would love for Jordan her to stay at Essendon. I think most clubs would want him. What if? What if? Uh, if he's fit. What if uh, it's a blind side to Sydney? What if it was actually Joey Danaher telling uh, Tommy Harley to come down and uh, work with the Bombers? Uh, that won't happen. What if it was though? Why would he do that? I don't know. He'll be. He'll be, he'll be with Joe. Best friends reunited. <laughs> Coach. And I think doesn't, doesn't oh actually push it a Frio which doesn't like Rook or one of them work for Essendon or like is it Geelong guy at um, Matty Egan or someone like that? Yep, yeah. maybe Tom Harley loves maybe people maybe you've unlocked a conspiracy. Likely that you haven't. Well, we'll see. Um, good work from the Giants. They're missing a lot of players. Yeah, this is also a frustrating game <clears throat> where the lower ranked team didn't win. And I don't like when games end like this. I find it unsatisfying as an unbiased viewer because Sydney came from behind. They're in a much worse position than GWS. A young team. Yeah. Two weeks in a row where GWS have held on and pinched it. Would have loved Sydney to win, actually, (laughs) just to give Brisbane a bit of breathing space in the top four there. So Sydney, they really let me down. (laughs) You you like you got it? As they have most of the year. Did they have any good players? Well, they almost beat GWS, so presumably they had some. We saw the last like couple of minutes of this because uh, we were at the Essendon Port game. We didn't see a lot of it, but Heaney was great. Papley was great. Don't know what else there is to say. Is Buddy going to play again this year? Surely not. Surely he just put him on ice. Oh, actually, year. Ryan Clark had a huge game. Well, his brother was kicking it the wrong way. Ryan Clark <laughs> Ryan was, was having a much better day. Yeah, a much, much better day. What is Buddy's injury? Too old. It's a old man sore muscle injury. But wasn't it his foot? We should know this. Should we, Dusha? Should we? I feel like we've probably been told multiple times what it you is. Know, but should we know it? Trade him. <laughs> Trade him. Yeah. Gold Coast, send him up. Ooh. Ship him up there. Get do a Luke Hodge two point oh. They'll give him five years. Yeah. Uh, eleven. No another nine. Uh, how, how many years was his deal? Nine. Nine. Another give, nine. Give him another nine. Oh, man, he placed it with 58. Bloody hell. I don't know how math works. That's not Mate, it. Give him nine years, and then by then there'll be a Tasmanian team, and they'll be like, we'll give you nine years. Hamstring. Play He'll nine. never not play. Nine forever. He just keeps getting shot around. He's like six. He's like, guys, I just want to retire. I'm, I'm just old. Nine years, buddy. We'll give you nine years. Uh, yeah, we should absolutely know this because it's a stat you'll love. So he strained his hamstring in round 14. And since then, he's been stranded on 299 games. Oh, oh bud. Get him back for one more. Just get him round, round 23. They're not going to make finals. Just get him out there just so he can get the 300. Oh, he'll get there next year. Yeah, no, get him there this what year. you think he might throw it away? No. Maybe he's lost the love for footy. He's not. <laughs> get, him, get him back for round 23, and then he wins the Coleman. How many goals would he have to kick to win the Coleman, Dusha? Uh, I'm going to guess an upwards of 30. Yeah, that's fine. No, I'd prefer if the injury keeps him sidelined for all of next season. 
But then he comes back on grand final day for his 300th game. Wins a Norm Smith. Kicks. But wow. Sydney lose by one point to Brisbane. And the Coleman medal. <laughs> <laughs> Wins the Coleman medal. In one game. It's just not possible. He's 108 goals. <laughs> Even if he did, it's outside of the regular season. They'd take it off whoever won it because Tom Hawkins or someone Actually, wins it and yeah. they just give it up and give it to him because he, they're like, mate, you kicked 100 goals in a game. <laughs> they renamed the Coleman Award the Franklin Award. He kicks 100 goals in a game, but Brisbane still win by one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Charlie Hipwood and uh, McStay combined for mm. 800 goals. Mm-hmm. He's kicked 23 goals the year. Or you need to kick minimum. And he's, and Jeremy Cameron's kicked 57. Do you see Sydney climbing back up next year? I do, yeah. Yeah, I think I do too. Yeah. Sydney and Carlton are probably going to be the two, not quite as drastic as Brisbane, but the two that oh, yeah. I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. No. I don't think Carlton will go to top four next year. No, Carlton will be like probably six to 12. Sydney have much more scope to do well, that. Well, because also Sydney, all they have to do is recruit some people. They, well, they're allowed to trade again. I'll tell you this, Tom. What? Sydney are going to get busy. Oh, yeah. They are going to get Sydney busy. love a trade, period. I reckon, just like Brisbane, I reckon they'll be sniffing around an A-grade midfielder. Yep, 100%. Maybe a Clayton Oliver. And apparently Ooh. fucking maybe a fucking... Danaher. Fucking forward A-grade. God How come it. no one used the, um, like when they're talking about the rumour, you're like, oh, have you, Dana, heard the uh, rumour I heard the other day? Again, the bars have been set, boys. Next game. Oh, next game. This will shut Tom up. Will it? Fremantle beat Geelong by 34 points. Oh, that's not oh. a margin I ever want to hear. And you cemented Ross Ross's job as well, more, satis- uh, more disappointingly. Um, I'd like to read a statement in which I unreservedly apologise for continuing the career of Ross Lyon. So you should. We had him on the ropes. Oh, he was he done. Was, he was done. If you had have beaten... Fremantle here by 10 goals. They'd lost five in a row. They hadn't scored more than seven goals in a game for four weeks. I mean, they didn't kick 14. It's disappointing. He'll linger on now. The counter-argument to that is, did we lose or did the Freo players get sick of hearing that their team's garbage and they're the worst team in the world and they lift? I think they lifted. Well, the good news for us means that they have twenty. there's 22 fans of this show in the Fremantle Dockers club because that's all we talk about. Dusha. You know, I think a couple of weeks ago I said that at the time Collingwood were the worst second-place team ever. <laughs> yes. As so long as the worst first-place team I've ever seen. No, nah, there's one worse. Who? Freo in 2015. But they you know were a they, good team that year. No, no, they got they knocked out. Well. No, they got knocked out in straight sets. 2015? Yep. Weren't they in the grand final? No, 2013 they were in the grand final. Oh, geez. 20, that's, whew, 20, 2015 they powered uh, – to like top spot after 13 rounds, similar to Geelong. Yeah. Fell off a cliff, got done in straight sets. Jeez. So it's very much like Geelong. It's not though, because the difference here. So I was, I was feeling Do you remember bit... who they played? I did not. I can't remember this for some reason. This was probably. They got in... done by Hawthorne in a prelim and then Hawthorne went on to beat West Coast. It was the Weagles web and they picked it apart. Was it a home prelim? Yep. Oh, the Hawks went over there and beat them. The Hawks got beat by West Coast in the qualifying final over there. Had to do the long way around. Uh, I think beat Geelong in a semi or something like that. Got to the prelim against the Freo Dockers who were flying, cruising, annihilated them. Jesus. Ross was left going, what happened to my legacy? It's full of garlic, you fuck. So maybe you're the second worst oh, first place. Didn't lose I will in straight it. sets. What are you talking about? Yeah, I lied. It was like, well, no, technically. No, they beat Sydney and then they lost the prelim to Hawthorne. Yeah, That's I just, not I just straight said sets, that. Tom. Well, they didn't make the grand final. 
So that's not that doesn't really qualify them as the worst first place team. They won a final. Yeah, it won. Yeah. Against a very weakened Sydney, who then got smashed by Kangaroos the next year. Yeah, circumstance. The next year. The what? next. The next game. You're fucking all over the shop, mate. <laughs> oh, my team is falling apart. Arrest me, boys. Frazzled as Chris Scott. No, well, he's fine. Do you know, everything's good, guys. To give you a bit of an insight, how good's footy? A, a bit of an insight into what the mood was like on Saturday. Uh, it started to rain at halftime. Uh, Tom Hawkins has kicked three. Tom looked at me and he was like, gave me a wink, and he was like. Wet weather specialist Tom Hawkins is going to kick six. Didn't kick another goal for the day. Wasn't his fault. What was? Uh, the fact that they stopped kicking it to him. I reckon Gary Ablett has lost his grip on the All-Australian team. <laughs> I think our whole team's lost their grip on the All-Australian <laughs> No, look, we had a shocker. Who in your team mm-hmm. is going to make the All-Australian side? Um, Hawkins. Tim Kelly. Do you reckon Tim Kelly's a lock? Yeah, he's, <sighs> he's a- on the bench now. Uh, Mitch Duncan. Oh, I don't know, yeah, man. Tom don't Stewart. Know. Tom Stewart probably. Yep. Blitzarves, Blitzarves maybe. probably not anymore. Nah. I think Harris Andrews has got him, mate. I think he's got him. Have both of them. Bloody got him. Have both of them. You know what? what? I think uh, I think Zorko's got Ablett. Zorko's on the ball, mate. He's got Zorko, Ablett. if he's in the Australian team, he'd be on the half forward flank or the bench. Um, Look. Ablett laid eight tackles, though. That's pretty good for Ablett. I will say this. We were bad. Yes. Uh, and that's well, it. We were well, bad. Well, this is, yeah, it was kind of, it was a weird situation because it wasn't as clear as the Port-Essendon game where Port, like Essendon were playing their normal game, sort of. A worse version, definitely. Well, no, can I just, just on that, Yeah, I'm really annoyed actually. So today all the talk was about how Geelong are predictable and slow. And they were criticizing the fact that Geelong are the number one team for not playing on after a mark, uh-huh. right? On Friday night... They were talking about that stat as being a reason teams are good because you know the top three teams for not playing on after a marker in order: Geelong, Brisbane, West Coast. Two good teams in there. So, so but what I mean is, right? So, so but, <laughs> Brisbane and West Coast. Yeah. You look at that stat: the top three teams, none of them play on after a mark. They're the top three teams because Geelong lose a game. It's like, well, no, that's a bad. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just a dumb. It's a good comment. stat in the warmer states. It's too hot to be running all the time. Oh, take just, a mark, take a breath. It's true. I think. I was talking to a mate today and uh, two things. So first of all, we were talking a while ago about how there's no one who's angry at our club. Apparently Mark Blitzarves today in the local newspaper, which is basically the equivalent of Moses and the Sermon on the Mount. It's that kind of weight to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, came out and was like, no, no, no. This isn't about young players being tired. This is our fault, all the old guys. It's my fault. It's Harry Taylor's fault. It's Joel Selwood's fault. Just name dropping like some of the best players at the club being like, we need to accept responsibility for it and we need to lift. So I reckon they'll come out firing. Strong words. Strong words. Um, Just I think- that though. Words. Yeah, Tom, I've got a question Get fucked, you. both of you. I supported you. I supported you when you were in your dark days last year. You've both been a pack of fucks. Well, no, Tom, we, we're very supportive. Oh, Gary Ablett, both of you, if you're not careful. <laughs> you'll, you'll turn your back on me. I'll be on your head and then be like, what? Nah, <laughs> Jesus made me do it. Won't feel it. Um, no, you won't. So you got a big head. I'm just going to ask you. I've got little elbows. I'm going to ask you the same question that people keep asking me. Yep. Tom, yep. are you worried about finals? Because uh, you'll make them, absolutely. Are you worried about what's going to happen in them? Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a man who's very concerned. Um, no, I'm worried as well. No, 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 I was. But then my mate told me today, we were talking, he said, mate, I don't know what to do. There's no breeze coming in anymore. I think the window's closed. And I was Ooh. like, mate. And he goes, but it's okay. 
You know when's a good time to open your window? Spring. <laughs> September. That's spring. I am more concerned <laughs> that based on... So Geelong are kind of the reverse Essendon at the moment, where they seem to be kind of... Since the bye, especially, our seasons have gone in opposite directions. Yeah. But We're 11-1. and one. <laughs> And now we've won three of the last seven. That's really bad, Tom. How insane is that? <laughs> I love 11 the stat. and 1. <laughs> this is since the bye. Round 14, loss. Round 15, you won by 27, 27 points. points. Yep. Round 16, loss. Round 17. Won by 27. Round 18, loss. Round 19. Won by 27. Round 20, loss. Next week, back is in to win by 27. If you win by 27 points, my brain will explode <laughs> next week. I've also got another theory, guys. You know when I was doing so well? Mm. I reckon at the bye, Chris Goss, I've got an amazing plan for the bye, guys. We're going to come out. We're not going to lose a game for the rest of the year. We're going to go 21 and 1, and it's going to be amazing. And then his phone rang. He's like, oh, I know your number. And it's, yeah, hey, hey, Scotty. It's Gil. Look, mate, uh, some of the most even competitions we've ever had, except your boys are two games clear and a massive amount of percentage on top. You need to drop some games. But you can't do it, obviously, because people accuse you of tanking. So just sprinkle a bit of fire up there to keep the game alive. Now we're talking about, you know, Brisbane, West Coast, Geelong, they could all be top spot. A couple of weeks ago, it was just Geelong, mate. Apart from that dumb fuck theory, are you worried about finals? <laughs> um, you must be worried about losing first spot. I'm. What I'm concerned about is keeping first spot, but what I am really worried about is finishing first, rolling up to the MCG first week of the finals and having to play Richmond, who are fourth. Tom, you could finish fifth. No, nah, we'd have to lose all three. Yeah. We're not going <laughs> to lose all three, mate. How do you know that, mate? North. Tricky. Sean, Sean, good luck. Loss, 27 points. Loss, 27 points. Loss, 27 points. Loss, beat North Melbourne by 27 points. That means that you're going to lose to Brisbane and then beat Carlton by 27 points. Correct. And lose top spot. No, no. Yeah, probably come second. Or third. Yeah. If if, No, look. I think Geelong are in serious trouble if you either finish first or third. Second, you might be okay, depending on who you play. Yeah. If Richmond jump into third, same problem again. You're fucked. I mean- no, but like you're in strife. I can't wait for on October 10, which may be the week after the grand final. We're all <laughs> sounds here. like it definitely will be. And you're going, Tom, you're right. Your team's amazing. Well done. And I'll be like, Tom, why are you still talking about the grand final? The loss was two weeks ago. Is that a prelim? Can we make a prelim? No, by October 10, we'll be like, Tom, why are you still talking about Geelong? You haven't played in five weeks. <laughs> Did we fall out of the out of the top eight? I think that's a mathematical <laughs> impossibility, mate. Damn it! Um, now nah, look, we lost, but I, to be honest, I think we actually lost this one because I think they got in a position where Hawkins was firing. We kicked five goals, won two goals, kicked the first two goals of the next quarter, and I think Geelong went. That'll do, boys. It's just Freo. Mm. Freo got the momentum back, and then we couldn't get it back off them. I think you can't play Minagola and Selwood in the same side. They're the same player. They're both slow. I'm staggered they rested Dalhouse knowing it was going to rain. He just looks like wet weather mental specialist all over him. Um, I just I, I would have picked Stanley over Smith just to make Sandy run a bit. Do you know what worries me the most about this loss for you, Tom? What? What we were talking about last week, the preparation that Geelong went into this. This wasn't a game you guys were going to be happy to drop. No, I think... You got you were in Port Ar- Port. Sorry, well, no, my, see, bra- my brain's on another devastating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place. I understand. Oh, no, no. Look, you're in Fremantle for a week. I, I get the point, but I will also say that, as Chris Scott said, it's one of those things where because it didn't work, it's like oh, it's easy to blame that as the reason they lost. 
Yeah, no, no, no. I don't that's... think it had anything to do with that. No, no, no. I'm not blaming that. I'm saying that clearly you didn't want it. It's not like this was a game that you. It wasn't a situation like. I don't know, like the when the top place loses to like 15th or 16th where they've just like- Complacency. Complacency. Now, this is exactly what happened. I, I reckon it's exactly that. You got complacent? I reckon I got complacent. No, you didn't. I just think you're not up to it at the moment. That's what happened. I think that we'll you're- come How could you be complacent? You shouldn't be complacent when you're three and- Well, because you were three and six, now you're three and seven. Sorry. You were three and three, now you're three and four since the buy. Yeah. That's like three and seven. We wouldn't be in the top. We wouldn't be first if we were three and seven. <laughs> I just don't think there's room for complacency. It's not. like if Chris Scott's doing his job right, the boys needed to be switched on. Do you know what happened this week? Chris Scott gave them all the rewalt look and no one's fucking going to misbehave next week. I'm just really – I'm concerned for Geelong. I'm concerned too. You know what they need to do, boys? They need to go to Sexy Land. They need to spend a couple of hours in there. Remember their roots. (laughs) (laughs) And their roots. (laughs) (laughs) No, they'll bounce back and win or they'd want to – or my dad will be sad and you don't make Terrence sad. How concerned are you that finals happens after a bye week? Because by <laughs> now, like how many – so under Chris Scott, you've never won after the bye? Is that right? Never won after the mid-season bye. Oh, it's just the mid-season bye. Yeah, correct. I feel like the weight and pressure of that is carrying into the finals. I'm far more concerned, like the bye, whatever. I'm far more concerned about the fact that they've won three of the last seven. And then to roll into a game like against Richmond, who have won what the last six? But he, well, he's cooked, right? So who have you beaten in the last few weeks? St Kilda, St Kilda, Adelaide, and Sydney. To be fair, we haven't played any top teams in that period. Geelong haven't really looked like a top line team for probably two months. Well, probably and that not. Is concerned. Probably not since we beat Richmond lost, by sixty points. Lost to Port Adelaide. That? that was just for the bye. Lost to Port Adelaide. Smash the. Kicked 14 unanswered goals against the Tigers at the G in the wet. A depleted Tigers. Eh, still the Tigers. Mate, they're still the fucking Tigers. They've they've come up and... Well, my worry is that you're not still Geelong. My worry is that we're exactly still Geelong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Now, look, so look, to answer your question, boys, am I nervous about the finals being after a bye and am I nervous about my team being in the finals? I'm trying to think of a clever way to say I'm not, but I am a little bit. It's all right, Tom. Got to have hope. I do. Still in first spot. That's the thing. You've been kind of dog shit for a while. <laughs> and we're still but first. But you're still first. First after- And you can turn it around. You can. The window's not closed. It's not. Okay. Like, honestly, not. they're still in first spot. Yeah. It is- It's a mathematical possibility that the window's open. You are, you are so lucky you had such a big first 12 rounds, though. Yeah, sure. Against like, all odds. Because, like, most teams- And we had the harder teams in those 12 rounds, yeah, too. against all odds. We're still here, still alive, still alive. Window. Hey, mate, if you're in, the, if you're in September, you're in it. Yep, that's start true. the dogs. Correct. We've done nothing and, since. And like, well, they beat Geelong. They're one of the teams that Geelong just lost to. They also they also beat you. When Bulldogs? When they beat you this year? Oh yeah, down in Ballarat. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. We got them back. Okay, Essendon will get you haven't got them back next week. Yeah, we beat them. We beat them first, then they beat us. Nah, it doesn't matter. It's just numbers. <laughs> next game. Uh, predictable game. Fuck Richmond everyone. Beat, <laughs> Richmond beat Melbourne comfortably, 33 points. Uh, didn't really give this one a look. I don't think anything particularly exciting happened, to be honest. Um, no, nah, it started to rain and every Melbourne player went, oh, fuck. Time to actually, go home. that was the only notable thing from the game. We were actually watching a bit of it and we were soon to head out. And uh, 
<laughs> I think at one point someone was like, "Is it what's the weather like outside?" Even though we were watching a game that was taking place one suburb across, <laughs> where it was pouring rain. <laughs> I went outside to get Uber Eats, and I was like, "It's raining outside." And we we sat down and watching the TV, and like Richo's got an umbrella on the boundary line. <laughs> um, yeah, Richmond are fine, and um, yep. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Adelaide next game had a necessary win against St Kilda. With- St Kilda, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed with St Kilda. You backed him, didn't you? I did, but also I wanted to. And Eddie had big games as well. If St Kilda won, it would have kept eight spot fucking alive. It would have. It would have meant St Kilda to Adelaide would have all been on the same number of wins. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a loss for the game. It was. Yeah. Fuck you, Adelaide. Uh, Matt Crouch had a huge game. 35 touches, kicked two goals. What was his efficiency? His efficiency was uh, 68%. What was his um, impact just overall? Because he gets a lot of the ball, but... Uh, he kicks two goals, to happen. Tom. Oh, sounds like a good impact. Yeah, it's one game. But no, I do get you, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you know what I love is that Tech still managed to disappoint me in a winning side because they didn't let the Saints win and keep the season alive, so I'm blaming him personally. It's his fault. Did he kick four? Yeah. The big Texan. I mean, I also didn't really watch this game because, like... I'm not that impressed by him kicking four. No. I'll, be, I'll be impressed if he does it again next week. Yeah. Back it up, Tex. What have they got next week? The Eagles over there. Jesus. So I think they'll probably drop out of the eight next week. And Port will go in. Port will go in. And then, it, and then it's who's going to uh, – the Eagles have a tough run, I think. I think they have Collingwood as well at home. And then Richmond. Port have a very similar oh, you mean You mean the Crows. Yeah. You said the Eagles. Sorry. So I got confused. Uh, no, yeah. No, fair enough, as you would. Because you said the wrong <laughs> team. Um, the Eagles, yeah, they play Richmond. They play Adelaide. And then I think they have a soft one at home to end it. Like Melbourne or Gold Coast or something? Uh, maybe not soft, but it's Hawthorne over at oh, yeah. Hellhole Stadium. So they should win it. So what, Hellhole claimed a victim again, Gary Rowan. Mm. Sad. He's too old. Can I, no, no, you know what? I'm going to end on a positive. Guess who got through the VFL unscathed this weekend? Cock An injury. Two. Injury. Prime player who's probably going to break down again? No. A man who's going to be Mr. September this year. I, I hope he is. Yeah. That's, that's, that'll be, that's what get us through the bye, Nakai Cockatoo. Good luck to him. That'll Come be out. huge. I, I don't know if you'd bring him in for finals, though. No, or not. I think you got to. I think I when you're in the, the situation that you are yeah. now, X-Factor. need a bit of X-Factor. He'll play VFL this week. I wouldn't be surprised if we brought him back for the game. And think, I'm, I'm excited for Charlie uh, Cockatoo. No, I reckon you'd play him. I reckon Come. he'll play. So he played VFL on the weekend. Yep. How much game time did he have? Uh, half a game. I reckon he goes 75% this week. Yep. Give him a full one the week after and then bring him back for the final round. Play against him. A bit of a soft hit out against Carlton. Yep. Round oh, one, week one of the finals. That's the kind of arrogance that's going to see you lose top spot, mate. No, it's You've got to bring it. You've got to bring it against Carlton. Sean, yep. that's the kind of arrogance we need to keep top spot. We're a better team and we're an arrogant team. Yeah, but that hasn't worked out for you, Tom. No, uh, no, no, no. no. We've got to go back to the source. It's literally the opposite. No, we weren't arrogant. We were complacent. It's different. No, Tom. What happened in the first half of the year? What were we saying all preseason this year? Windows shut. All you had to hear was how Geelong was cooked. Us, the media, everyone was Geelong was cooked. Then you come out and you shut all the critics up 11 and 1, first 12 rounds. Not with arrogance, with confidence, Tom. You've lost your confidence. And don't replace it with arrogance. We need to get the swagger back. You've got to get the swagger, but confidence swagger, not yeah. arrogance swagger. Do you know who brings it's that? It's a fine line. Cockatoo. <sighs> I hope so. Me too. Anyway, we'll, we'll you know. Uh, Port have a very similar run home to Essendon where they're playing a lot of the teams that are floating around the eight. So it's another situation. If Port want to make the eight, they just need to beat the other teams that are also fighting for that position. Who's Port got next week? 
Port next week have Sydney at the Adelaide Oval. Ooh. Then they've got North Melbourne at Marvel. And then Come on, Reese. They've got Frio at Adelaide Ooh. Oval. I reckon, they're, I reckon, good. I reckon I they're, good. they're good for two. I mean, they're good for two. Those two Adelaide Oval ones. So that and means Adelaide have to win two or they're out. Yep. Oh, it's tough for Adelaide. Although. Also, that means. Back Adelaide to beat Collingwood. Essendon need to win one. That's, yep. I, yeah, I reckon you got to try and bank this one against the Bulldogs. Well, also, if we lose to the Bulldogs, they're all of a sudden probably equal with Adelaide on 10 wins. Jesus. We could end up with like, Essendon and Adelaide could drop out and they won't. But Western Bulldogs and Port push in. Oh, no, no. We keep getting excited about Western Bulldogs. I don't want to tell him. Tom, I'm scared. I'm scared for him too, but I don't oh, want to tell him. It's getting very nervous. I'm stressed. I'm, I'm always We're stressed. We're lucky. One, two at least. Oh, <laughs> but worst I could be is fifth. I'm still in. <sighs> Me too. Hey, Dush, how are you? Uh, still five and one. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Um, so- five and one. That's not enough games to be in the top eight. Let's how, have, how have you only played six games for the year, Joel? <laughs> Let's be honest. It's the shakiest 5-1 I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> well, I was saying this at the game on the weekend. It's Better than three and four, Sean. <laughs> Shit. Uh, seven and oh, baby. Yeah, Essendon are going to be... Wait, how are you five and one? Where's the other one? Man. Where's seven, seven and oh? Well, no, I'm, maybe since the bye, we're six and oh. I don't know. No, everyone had a different bye, mate. It wasn't all the same. Dumb as shit. You've cooked the math again. <laughs> I want to know what your last, your seventh game was. Probably, probably a loss. It was probably a loss. Uh, would it, it was. It was a loss to uh, either West Coast or Richmond. I can't remember which one we played. Oh, West Coast. Lost to West Coast by 35 points. So you're happy? Five and two. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. That's happy still better enough. than three and four. Yeah, I know. I said that. Anyway. Shouldn't be happy that your mate's team lost. I'm not happy. Oh, it's the fucking arrogance creeping back in. Oh, fuck. I hate it. Um, can't help it. It's what I turn to when I'm afraid, boys. <laughs> I think if Essendon need to beat Collingwood in round 23 to make finals, they will. But Jesus Christ, I don't want to be in that position. By goal, I reckon. <laughs> After the siren. Tipper! No, who? Oh, you know who hasn't kicked one after this? So Mitch Brown's been very important in our wins, but he hasn't kicked one like with like a minute to go. Maybe he's due for a clutch goal. He's Tipper's clutch had man. one. Hooker's had two. Stringer's had one. Anyway, next game. Collingwood comfortably defeated Gold Coast. Boys, <laughs> I um Oh sorry, that made it sound like I was shocked, but I wasn't. <laughs> um Sean, you were talking before about how you, you backed North and that was like the thing that helped you the tips and you cooked it by backing Hawthorne. Um so what did you get in the tips this week, Sean? Uh I think I got six. Okay, and Dusha? I also got six. Cool, cool. Um yeah, I got three. No, but that's just you get three every week, don't you? No, I usually <laughs> get about six. Uh, I got three because I was like, you know what? I want to catch these boys. So I picked uh, Carlton. I so picked you can't Melbourne. 600 miracles I in one week. St. Kilda. <laughs> I backed Sydney and I tipped um, I tipped the Gold Coast Arts to beat Collingwood. Mate, you've got to space out your miracles. Uh, That's uh, big coming from Sean. Mathematically possible <laughs> Carney. Yeah, but normally it works out for me. It has. I am, it coming, I am coming first in How Good's Footy. You are. So in the you, room, I mean. Yeah. You are 37th. Yeah, I did drop Sean. down a couple this week. I'm a bit disappointed. I'm trying to crack the top 20. That's my goal. Uh, I am 53rd, but only one tip behind. No, no, two tips two. behind you. Yeah, yep. two. Uh, Tom, I'm just going to go searching for you. I'm still scrolling. He's well down. 95th. 
You are top one hundred, buddy. <laughs> You're six <laughs> off me. Oh, yeah. Am I am I eight off Sean? Yes. Oh, I really I'm disappointed because I, I had belief and I backed Carlton to beat West Coast. Now if I had if I had got Wait, these right. That means you've lied to my face here. How do you what? Continue. Who so okay, so you and oh wait no! I apologize. I apologize. Thank you. I accepted. I, I accepted. I know where you were going with it, and it was did incorrect. You, and I accept. You, did you back against my boys as well? I backed the boys. No, I'll, he I'll got, he got six. Yeah, that's why I was confused. I missed he was like, um, Geelong, obviously Essendon, Geelong, and Essendon, and Carlton. Yep. I just had a sneaky feeling Carlton were going to pinch one. Yeah, me too. I also had a sneaky feeling Gold Coast wouldn't. Just they didn't quite good enough. Also, you know, if I was a madman, I, I did want to go for St Kilda, and I wanted to go for Gold Coast, but I. <laughs> I refrained because I gotta, I gotta win this thing, you know. It's worth noting that my, um, I'm gonna call him my former enemy, Colin Doyle. He's well back. He hasn't heard anything. He's not getting he's- near me. He's my former enemy because now he's like the Melbourne Demons. He's practically irrelevant. He's that far back. <laughs> Colin, you haven't fired a shot this year, mate. What happened? I had was- such high hopes for you. He. Threw out a lot of emails early on. Yeah. And then he- uh, Bloody cooked it. He was in front of you for a bit, and then, yeah, he just faded. I reckon he had a week or two where he forgot to put his tips in, and then he just lost faith. And then he got thanos mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so Collingwood, uh, Hoskin Elliott had a huge game, kick four goals. Grundy had a huge game, like a big game for him. But Mason Cox has a torn cornea. And will be out for the rest of the season, adding to- Collingwood's injury was. That's big because yeah. I, did, I did not realise it was a season ender. Yeah. It was announced today. And they've lost, they've lost um, very important player, Dame Beams, for the year as well. Yeah. He's had surgery. To being big fuckhead disease. <laughs> he, got, he got a bit of a TCITis. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look. Mason Cox is a big fuck because he's yeah. tall and yeah. Dame Beams is a big fuckhead because he's a big fuckhead. <laughs> I look if you're Collingwood, good luck. If you're worried, if I'm worried about my boys in the finals, <laughs> fuck. At least we get two goes at it. Well, Collingwood have they got Melbourne next week at the MCG, not Adelaide yeah. at Adelaide Oval, <sighs> and then Essendon at the MCG. Could could drop all three. Could win all three. You know what? Actually, looking back at it, uh, they played Richmond last week, but considering where Collingwood finished. Had a pretty soft end of the year. To be fair, Melbourne finished third last year. That's true. So you got to factor that in. Their last and Adelaide finished ninth. So you got to factor in that they're playing a, a team that many. Then Essendon finished tenth or eleventh, didn't they? Yeah, but look, the, yeah. yeah, the draw is just pretty much always cooked. It is. Next game, uh, Carlton lost to West Coast. I didn't watch any of this. That's my. That's that's it. That's the whole statement. <laughs> I didn't give it much of a look because it was clashing with um, your the game, game that I did watch. Nick Newman kicked uh, four goals. That's massive. Had twenty four touches. Did he play in the forward line? I don't know. Like that's a. Oh, that's that's a lot of goals for a halfbacker <laughs> to play. <laughs> that's also twenty four touches is a lot of touches for the forward line. If he was playing the forward. Fuck, I hope he's playing girls half back and just snuck forward for a couple of cheapies. <laughs> Did um, Carlton do enough that people are still on the Teague train? Yep. Yeah, quite, oh, quite vocally. I actually heard some some, uh, some stuff today. 
uh, a journalist has some pretty strong mail that Michael Voss will coach Carlton next year. Ooh, not Teague. No. They're not offering him the job. Don't know. A lot could change in the next three weeks. Also, that's know. interesting because if you're Teague and Judd comes out and says stuff like that, do you want that job? No, knowing I think that, you still do. Knowing that the director of football will not support you if things don't. But if he gets out. the job, then he's got the support of everybody else. I yeah. feel like Teague's got the public support and the player support. I'm I'm concerned for Michael Voss if he does get the job. People will probably be annoyed by that. If I'm a Carlton supporter and I'm liking, I'm really liking what Teague's doing, if they go, no, nah, we're not giving it to Teague, we're giving it to this guy who, what who was, failed in Brisbane. Yeah, what was his last season? And who hasn't really, since he's been at Port Adelaide, they haven't really done anything. Love um, the man, but if I'm a Carlton supporter, I'm like, well, fuck, why are we, why are we doing that? I mean, to the Carlton, then, if Carlton, Carlton come out next year in the first month, they don't win a game, then you're like, why the fuck didn't we have Teague? <laughs> it's a thing of where constantly, constantly the Carlton board do not make the decision thinking about anyone but the Carlton board. Maybe they just like love the thought of hanging out with Vossi. I mean, who wouldn't? Maybe, no, no, Sean, it's going to be fine. He turns up. Players are like, oh, Vossi, I don't think he's that great. And he just walks in and he just gives them all a glove. And he's like, boys, I'm going to show you how to kick from 55. I'd love it if Vossi walked in and in the first session, he didn't even say anything. He just stared them all down, Dom Pike style, but effectively, and then just walked out to 55 and drilled one. And that was it. And then just went home. And then went home. And they all show up on the weekend and win. That's the, that's <laughs> the whole week. That's the whole Vossi's trust. coaching philosophy, I never talk to them. No. Nah. I just... I show them something ridiculous. Words can be lost in translation. A Vossi kick from 55. Crip starts wearing a glove. They all wear gloves. But I don't want Vossi to go uh, to coach Carlton because I don't really like them. Fair enough. Me and Victoria again. We'd be, we'd be <laughs> closer to it's me. gettable. You live in – we can get him on this show. I so can walk to Vizzy Park. Yeah. And just Probably bump into him. Love you, Vossi. Find out what coffee shop he goes to. You could, you could definitely bring Excuse back Excuse me, the- sir. Get out of my bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine you rock up to – be funny to rock up to a Carlton training session where he's the coach and he just like looks out and sees someone just in Brisbane gear. He knows exactly what's coming. He's ex- he's expecting a love you, Vossi, from 55. I show up every week. <laughs> <laughs> just he looks out. Love you, Vossi. <laughs> just in a press conference. So how's the your year been in Victoria? Oh, it's pretty good. It's this weird fucking dude who's like a fully grown man. He wears like full <laughs> Brisbane gear. Vossi. And he You're always, a superstar, Vossi. I've, I've tried to get close to him to be like, oh, shake his hand because he's clearly a big fan, but he won't ever get anywhere near me. It's like he has to be 55 metres away from me or something. It's really bizarre. <laughs> in order to catch his attention, I tried different things. I'm like, love you, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know one calls him Mick. Or Mike. Mick would be confusing. He'd be like, do they think I'm Mick Moldhouse? What's going on here? To be honest, I was like, why the fuck are you calling Voss Mick? He doesn't make any sense. Mick's, Mick isn't there anymore. You know he'd probably he'd probably like and think, oh, he's a cheeky bug. If I go, love you, Brett. <laughs> Getting him confused with his brother. Oh. <laughs> Classic short. Uh, cheeky a, a cheeky good, boy in the crowd. <laughs> that's a good gag. <laughs> I'll adopt him. He'll be my son. <laughs> that's, like if- that's the end game. But like if uh, we're doing a Haggard's Footy trivia night and they're like, the shit brother. <laughs> Onion head. Uh, that's what he's called. That's uh. his name, his birth name. <laughs> We've had Daniel on the show before, yet to get Onion head. Onion head Connor. Where are you, Onion head? Right in. <laughs> Run in. Hopefully he's never on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. 
yeah, last game of the round, uh, Brisbane held off uh, Bulldogs assault, send one. Boys, in all seriousness, need some advice. Not getting the enjoyment out of Brisbane's run of success that I think I should be getting. And what do you it's mean? because I'm too fucking stressed. <laughs> Every week I'm stressed. We're up by 43 points. I can't relax. And rightly so because the Bulldogs kicked four goals in a row and I nearly died. <laughs> I don't know what to – Tom, you've been a successful football yep. supporter. Yep. How do you fucking relax, mate? I'm so scarred by Brisbane not being that good for such a long time. Oh, I should be I should be enjoying it. So there's a delivery guy who shows up to work and he comes every Monday and we talk about footy. He's a Richmond supporter. And um, he just sees that I'm stressed. And every week I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm still freaking out. And he's just like, Sean, fucking enjoy it. You've won seven in a row. Just be happy, mate. Sean, do you know when all this enjoyment will come out? When there's no more games left to win, when you win the last one. Yeah, I know, but, like, shouldn't I be – oh, I don't know, douche. I just don't know. Well, see, I'm getting the celebration that – like, so the Port Adelaide loss, bad, but those wins just make me so happy. Like, yeah. I've watched a compilation of the goals kicked that, like, sealed all five of those games for us. I reckon upwards of 100 times. That tipper goal against North Melbourne, I think I've watched that clip in itself about 100,000 You watched times. it three times when we left the Port Adelaide Bombers game. The but- siren went and you immediately got it out and watched it. <laughs> Makes me feel good. It gives me goosebumps. We won by three goals, right? Yep. Uh, I don't know. Siren goes, I'm happy. I've high-fived the wall. Yeah. I let it know what's, you know. Yeah, probably, yeah. The, it's the starting, to, starting to get cracks in the paint. It's <laughs> fucked. That wall, it's not long for this world. <laughs> But even like, so we've won. I've got we that momentary happiness, we, right? We went to his house and we didn't check which wall it was. Oh, no, I should have shown you the wall. No, no, I think you know the wall. I know the wall. Yeah. There's a handprint in it. <laughs> Forever. Oh, wait. Is it the one next to the laundry? Or is it the one? It's on the other side. Oh, so close to where I was sitting. Yes. Yeah. You were in proximity to the wall. Oh. Yeah. You should have felt the- I should have felt the- The magnetism the of that wall. The energy. The good boy energy in that wall. <laughs> When no, I was but, okay, so we win by 18 points. I'm happy, It's but it's fleeting because I'm like, oh, I think Zorka did his hamstring. What's that going to mean for next week? Oh, fuck. Yep. Ah, I don't know. I just can't relax. I want to be able to relax. and I don't. I just can't. I'm watching the game. No matter what we're up by, I'm still like, all right, come on, boys. Anything could happen here. I get it, Sean. So, uh, like, I get it. What can I do, Tom? Well, just get arrogant. No, I don't, I don't like the arrogance. It's all about confidence. Very confident. What did you used to do in 2002, three? Oh, I can't even remember, mate. Just used to just love it. I was probably like you. I was probably like, ah, oh, this is just how footy is. You roll <laughs> no. in, you win. It's great. No, you no, know? I know that footy's harder than that. Yeah, but I didn't back then. I was a, I was a young lad. I just didn't appreciate it enough. Especially because as a young lad, your dad had given you very, 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 very sound advice that mm. you just didn't believe at the time because he was like, enjoy this, Sean. Yeah, we're just like, shut up, dad. You don't fucking know what you're talking about. Just get people to email in. People should email in. How do you deal with this? Because I'm, I, I want to, I want to get more enjoyment out. Because you like my brother at the moment. I am. He it's hates not good. Although, but he, but, but having said that, he loved the game on the weekend. He was oh, able to enjoy it. That's it. I love the game, and I'm enjoying, you know, all the highlights. And the, uh, there's a lot of players who are just hitting peak form, and it's beautiful. But I'm just, I, I don't know. Can't relax. I'm just I'm stressed. I'm like, what happens next week? What if we drop a game to the Gold Coast? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if we don't make the top four? What if we lose week one of the finals? It's too much going on in my head, Tom. 
was it was just easy when you're eighteenth. It was mathematically impossible <laughs> from round thirteen, and you didn't have to worry. Was it easy just to have hope? Just to have the eternal hope, like oh, things are gonna turn. Now that things have turned, it's like far the pressure. Sure, I don't know. Charlie Cameron was really good though. He four goals. Catch twenty two, mate. He's a lock for all Australian, I think. You reckon? Um, I really loved Eric Hipwood. Has been uh, a little bit choppy with his set shots, but he stood up in the last quarter. So basically, Brisbane and cruise control are up by forty three points. There was about six or seven minutes to go in the third quarter, and then Zorko uh, tweaked the hamstring. He went off. Bont, who, oh, let's be honest, Bont is just a next-level player. He's, he's absurd. He's so fucking good. Like, okay, Jack McRae had 45 touches. Bont had about 30. Um, I think he kicked a couple of goals. But Bont is just so much – his impact is so much bigger than anybody else. Yeah. Anyone he, in that on that If ground. he gets a bit better at, at goal kicking. Cameron. If he gets better at goal kicking. Mm. Watch, also, he's 22, 23. Oh, he's older than 22, surely. 23, I think. Is he only 23? 23. He's, he's young. It's fucking insane. His upside is fucking huge. Oh. He was 20 when they won a premiership. Marcus is 23. He turns 24 in November this year. Give him a 10-year contract. Yep. He's that fucking good. I'm starting to think the Bont might win the Brownlow. I think he got the three votes yesterday. Um, Neil didn't? Uh, no, I don't think Neil was in the votes. I think he'd probably go Bont, you know Mitch Robinson, lost. and maybe... Robert's not getting votes, Sean. Mate, Robbo was fucking excellent. Yes, but he's not going to get votes, mate. I think he might. I think you see. Brown, come Brownlow night. All right, we'll have a look, Tom. Yeah. I think yep. he might get one. One or two. So uh, someone that you've left out of this conversation of Brownlow votes, Jack McRae. Yeah, McRae, 45 touches, but not the same impact. Seven tackles. Yeah. He might get the two. <laughs> he or Robbo will get the two or the one. <laughs> McRae might get the two. The two or the one. With 45 touches. I guarantee you. That's 71%. I also. guarantee you. Bont will get the three ahead of uh, also, uh, without a the- shadow of a doubt. Anyone who watched the fucking game will understand that too. Bont just has – he had so much more impact on the game. Jack McRae, out of those 45 touches, you'd think, oh, okay, that's probably a lot uncontested. 21 of those were contested. Yeah, he's a gun. It's that's a why Brisbane game. won him next year. That's why he's coming up. Mate, he's going to get the three ahead of Bont. He will not. I guarantee you. <laughs> we will see what happens on Brownlow night. The Bont gets the votes. Did you watch the game? Yeah, I did, Sean. Mate, the bond. <laughs> the headband. The swagger. Why am I talking up the Bulldogs so much? It's because of the bond. No, they were good. Uh, th- here's the thing with the Bulldogs. I just don't know. Like Brisbane got up and then the Bulldogs had to change their game plan to that kind of uh, let's risk losing by 10 goals but just go all out. And they nearly won. They got it to with three goals, but they didn't really threaten. Like So at three-quarter time, I was a bit concerned. Zorko's not going to come back on. What's going to happen? But then Brisbane came out. Lockie Neal got on top a little bit in the clearances in the start of the last quarter. I think Brisbane kicked the first two goals, got um, back up by five, and that never really – Christensen had a good game. threaten in the last quarter. He's had a good couple of weeks. Love him, mate. I fucking love uh, him. He wasn't in your best 22, probably at the start of the year. And now he's just come alive and oh. – <laughs> Do you know what else is good? Mm. Ainsworth? Ainsworth? Ainsworth, he's – Quickly becoming one of my favourites. Mate, get that number on the back, buddy. He hasn't had a goal kicked on him in the last six weeks. That's a big stat. And he's played on some big names. Oh, he played on Toby Green. He's, he's <laughs> fucking Give him the. He should have got the Rising Star nomination this round. Who got it? I'll have a look. He had 18 touches, six tackles. It'll be someone flashy and shit. He goes under the radar. He plays a bit like Darcy Gardner where he's just that sort of nuggety defender. But he was good. Charlie Cameron's awesome. Um, Link McCarthy's going all right. Just needs to not be so. He had a bit of Geelong arrogance when he ran into an open goal and really fucked a shot. So we've got to 
work that out of him. Yeah. Um, I can't see the – Oh, Cam Rayner. Here's a great stat. Cam Rayner had, I think, 18 pressure acts, which was the fourth most of any player on the ground. Yep. It's the most he's ever had in his career. Yeah. So he's not – even though he's a lower possession player, he's starting to really become aggressive in his pressure. Yep. And I fucking love that. That's I love Cam, right? Oh, did you see his hip and shoulder on Johansson? I don't think I did. Tom. No, I missed this one. I saw the Robbo one on Dunkley. Rainer's one was about 100 times bigger than Robbo's. Jeez. It was enormous. <laughs> Jared Berry sat on the bench and his jaw hit the floor. It was fucking <laughs> brilliant. Just, just like JJ didn't see it or he tried to take him on and Rainer was like, get fucked. Just didn't hear him coming in the night, mate. Just knocked him down. Just just whisper quiet. The best thing Rainer's done in his career. <laughs> Jesus. That's best thing he ever will bump. do. Steady on, mate. Nah. He's going to win seven Brownlows. Yeah, and he'll always look. <laughs> when they do that top ten things of his career, the Brownlows will be seven. Yep. There'll be a couple of goals in there, but the number one thing will be the bump on JJ in 2019. <laughs> Good. Love it. Um, yeah, the only other thing I want to say about Brisbane is they've won seven in a row. Things are going well, but it's exciting because there's still room for improvement. So, you know. Hey, uh, you are on the same premiership points as first place. And in much better form. You are. Yeah. Do you know what I love is that Fagan is 50-something, yeah. has never played football on an elite level. Mm. <laughs> What's your point? Oh, no, no, this is why I love it. Because, guys, based on that logic, we could be premiership coaches. I plan to be. <laughs> Age shouldn't be a factor, really. With co- like, the AFL goes through these cycles, don't they, where it's like, oh, no, we'll get rid Younger of the Sheedy and the Malthouse and we'll bring in the young guys like Adam Simpson and these guys. Yeah. And now I think, it'll, I think it'll shift back. They'll see the success of Fagan and they'll be like, how come – you know, there's a lot of assistant coaches. Blokes have been in footy for 30, 40 years. Let's try some of them. I think that'll be Father the Father figures. But yeah. no, the other thing too, though, is like Fagan wasn't a coach at Hawthorne. No. He was He was, He was. was there to basically make sure that Clarko didn't go fucking insane. Mm. You know who? It's It's amazing. I think the we, caretaker. Yeah. I did the air quotes there. That I think helps. We've talked a bit about how Hodge is probably the next Brisbane coach. Yeah. He coaches them on the field. You know who I think will take over after Fagan. Who? David Noble. The um, president. Nah, whatever his role is, he's the footy manager or whatever. And he, then- he's basically doing what Fagan did for Clarkson and Hawthorne. He's filling that role. He's already had clubs come to him and ask about coaching and he's knocked them back so far. Fagan's I think also still got another 10 years in him. Well, yeah, Fagan, I mean, he's only in his third year. Yeah, true. And Hodgie will play for another three years too. That's true. Mate, give him 10. 10-year ten deal. It's amazing though, like you just watch in stoppages of play, Hodgie just standing at the 50, just pointing. Yeah. It's good. Love it. It's Coach good. on the field. Let's call some games next week. All right, next week. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, GWS take on Hawthorne. GWS. Which would have been a very interesting game if Hawthorne had have beaten North Melbourne, but they didn't. So it's so not. It's not. Uh, Hawthorne can still make finals, but nah, they're eh. not in a position. Point-wise, they could still make finals. Form-wise, no chance. Sack Alistair Clarkson. He's had his time. Oh, Giants. I said to learn Jeff Kennett. Giants. Fire Giants. Jeff Kennett as well. Nah, let him We coach. went to Jeff's shed the other day. It's no good. It's confusing. Build a smaller shed, Hang on, Jeff. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Dusha. Is that area colloquially known as Jeff's Shed because of Jeff Kennett? Yes. What I, shed? I knew it was called Jeff's Shed, but I, I didn't realize it was colloquial called that. He was um, premier. He built it. Yeah. Where's Jeff's Shed? It's the uh, exhibition center. It's called Jeff's Shed. I've never heard that. Yes. No, I've heard it. Yeah. It's like the colloquial old person name. Oh, well, burn it to the ground. Next game. Uh, Melbourne take on Collingwood at the MCG. Boyce. Melbourne. Melbourne. Collingwood. But right. I, I want Melbourne to win. Right. This is a game where I want Melbourne to win. They will. And I they're not going to. They're going Stephen May back in next week? Pro- look. There you go. There's sure. a lift. Do you know what, though? To be serious, though, if he's back in, they've got no key forward. That's a huge in. Yeah. But. Swing him forward. Yeah. Put him on the wing. <laughs> Finally deliver. Play him on pendles. Shut him down. <sighs> Collingwood, I reckon, will win by four goals. At Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide take on Sydney. Port. Sydney. Port to keep Port. the finals chances alive. Sydney, Port or bloody yo-yo. <laughs> nah, he plays for the West Coast. Haney will kick five goals. And that'll be the only goals they kick and they'll lose by 100. Next Shit. game, Brisbane at the Gabba take on Gold Coast. This is huge. This is a danger game, Sean. I agree a little bit. Sean, form counts for shit. It really does. That's what people are missing when they're like, oh, huge percentage win for Brisbane next year. Uh, next week, sorry. Um, two goals. No, I think Brisbane will win by like five or six goals, but it's not going to be the big 80-point thrashing that some people think. Then Marvel Stadium, we've got Essendon take on Western Bulldogs. You saw the doggies <sighs> up close. You saw McRae get 45 touches. Then you saw the Bont. The, the headband, the Bont. The man, the Bont. <sighs> Thor was there. He was loving it. Far out. Oh, Ben Simons. Mm. Yeah, Ben Simons and Thor both at the footy. Simmons. What do I call him? Simons. Yeah, Andrew Simons, the cricketer. Get him at the footy too. Um, Hart obviously says the Bombers. What does Brain say, Sean? Brain says Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Bond from 55. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to Bombers. Bombers. (laughs) I'm channeling Sean Connery and I'm going to Bombers. Sean too. Um. Yeah, I'm tipping Essendon. I am so scared. Jake Stringer will either have the worst game of his career or the best. No middle ground. <laughs> no middle ground. Um, I hope he channels the energy where he used to kick six on Essendon every single time Essendon and Western Bulldogs played. Did you get anybody back from injury? Uh, um, McKernan will be back. Bell Chambers would be pretty close now. Heppel? It could go either way with him. If, if Heppel plays, I back 
the bombers. And also, Parrish got concussed. So, yeah. It's all happening. How many injuries is too many injuries? I don't know. Ask Collingwood. Uh, next, ga- <laughs> next game, Geelong take on North Melbourne. <sighs> Boys, this is a big game because this is the battle for Mrs. Scott's affection. <laughs> and Chris loves his mum. But Brad's not there anymore. Yeah, no, nah, but he is a little bit. No, nah, now she's like, <laughs> I've always followed Geelong. So Geelong. She's no longer conflicted. Reese's got a big head. You know he's got a big head as well. Tom Hawke's got a big head. We've got to work hard. Oh. I'm stressed. North. <laughs> I, I want to make the top 20 in the tipping. I'm going to back North. I'm going to back Geelong because I want to beat Sean. I want to back Geelong because I love them. How far will your love take them, Tom? All the way. All right. Uh, St. Kilda take on Fremantle, Marvel Stadium. This game does not really mean anything anymore. Maybe Freo. Actually, yeah, Freo probably remembered what winning feels like. So they'll forget this week, so St. Kilda. Freo win, are they still a sniff? They I are. think. Yep. Actually, yes. Uh, big sniff, actually. Yeah. I reckon Freo. Freo have to come out and back it up because they've been shit outs for a long time. They beat Geelong. It was a great win for the club. They need to come on the road and, and do it there. So Freo, Western Bulldogs, and Port Adelaide are the three teams outside the eight that are still probably a chance. Hawthorne are two games out, and I think it's too late for them to cover that much ground. Yep. St. Kilda. Freo. I think they'll be hungrier. All right. Uh, MCG, Richmond take on Carlton. Big Richmond. upset, boys. Carlton. You're a madman. Yeah, I know. You want, do you want to finish like in the top 100 or not? Yep. Tom? I'm feeling it. Yeah, me too. I'm feeling it. I yeah. Can't, I can't wait to get a gentleman's six where you boys both get one this week. Something's brewing. It is. The Teague train. Actually, I want Carlton to win just so that Teague becomes coach. Yeah. Keep my, keep my Vossi out of it. <laughs> and then last game of the round, we have West Coast take on Adelaide. West Coast. West Coast. West Coast. And now, <clears throat> Tom. Hey, Dusha. Yes. Have you got any emails? Uh, we've got emails this week, Tom. None Ooh. of them are nice to us. Just a heads up. Oh. I thought that'll be like, Tom, we support you in your hard time and we wish you well. So, oh, okay. Yeah, sweet. Thanks, so, uh, let's just check in with the first email. Yep. Subject, hey guys. Yep. It's from David. Hey yep. guys, absolutely hey, love the podcast. As a passionate D's man, hearing you guys is a shining light on a very dark season. Love you guys, except for Douche's footy team, as I hate Essendon. I think the club this year are highly overrated, except for the Giants. Bombers has not beaten a decent sign. They have barely beaten Swans, Suns, and Roos who aren't even above 12th and will essentially become finals fodder for any team who doesn't have an Adelaide in its name. Looking forward to hearing about how Cats and Lions love the Lions doing the finals. Up the Ds, up the Lions, up the Cats. Cheers, David. David, before um, Joel gives you what's for, the Bombers thrashed Brisbane, the best team in the competition. Over the last month. Seven weeks. Yeah. So there you go. There's one thing. But thank you for the support. Appreciate it. Uh, David, uh Enjoy 17th, mate. Your team's irrelevant. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I just and David, for th- you, David. David, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for the email. Don't ever speak to me again. <laughs> uh, if you email in, someone else can read it out because I, I will. will not have that. Oh, I'll read it. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next email is from Sam. Dear Haggard's Footy, I don't know if you guys saw the game, but if you didn't, it was fucking stupidity. Uh, 
Subject of this is fucking GWS umpires. It was a wonder there was even a fucking game since GWS was so late. Love the show. Lots of fun. Sorry about the dons, JD. Sam, I honestly don't know who you bag from based on this email, but... No, is it... <laughs> is it? Yeah, is, it's called G, fucking GWS umpires, and then they're late to the game, so... I think he's Sydney. There's no mention of Sydney, though. No, at all. Let me read the email again. Have a, like, see if we can work it out. I don't know if you guys saw the no, game. No, 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 and the subject as well. Fucking GWS umpires. Dear Haggard's Footy. I don't know if you guys saw the game, but if you didn't, exclamation mark, it was fucking stupidity. It was a wonder there was even a fucking game since GWS was so fucking late. Love the show. Lots of fun. Sorry about the dons. Sydney. Really? Yeah. But GWS were winning like... What other conclusion is there from that email? He just loves footy? Loves Sydney. No, he loves the Bulldogs. GWS stressed him out? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Look, Sam... My condolences, but, I think. But who the fuck do you go for? No, don't tell us. Never tell us. Was it Just like keep being vague. Fucking GWS, comma, umpires? Yeah. Or was it like this? Fucking GWS, umpires. <laughs> <laughs> There's no punctuation. Impossible to tell. Next email. Cameron. Subject, free V cats. Hey, Tom. Yep. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, a very happy Frio supporter. Can I say, Cameron, <laughs> I like that douche you got like a nuanced name. I've been like, yeah, look, I love the show, but unfortunately I just don't like the Bombers, blah, blah, blah. I just get, Tom, get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> hey, Cameron, your coach is still Ross Lyon. So just think about that. Jesus. Yeah, you beat us, but at what cost, mate? Oh, at what fucking cost? The ultimate cost, actually, when you think about it. Mm. Just cop the loss. Would have been better, mate. Yeah, it would have. Just roll over, lose by 100. For the greater good. Mm. Never going to win a flag while he's there, mate. All right, next email. Oh, no. No, this one's all right. This okay. is uh, subject, caution, long fucking email. Mm. Oi, how good's footy? This is from Brandon, by the way. Two stories for you. One, after falling in love with your sport, I joined a local footy club uh, in Edmonton in Canada. Great. I would love to know the take-up rate of people playing footy internationally. <laughs> uh, Luke, who's on our... This is the of the show recently. Played on a losing grand final in the UK yep. uh, with the Wimbledon Hawks. Wimbledon yep. Hawks. Yep. But like fucking loved playing the season and uh, good on you, Luke. He had a massive prelim win as well. Yeah, they did. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of practices later, we're playing an interprovince. It's like an interstate, interprovincial. Yeah, except it doesn't say provincial. What does it say? Interprovince. Yeah, interprovince. It'd be like interstate. Interprovince tournament. In my second career footy game, I was tackled illegally and given a set shot from 35 out. Oh, My teammates all lined up on the goal line, ready to go for a run when I shorted it or spilled it. And I just thought, nah, blokes, I got this. Oh. Then pegged it straight down the middle. Ended oh. up being the game-winning goal. Oh. Oh. Needless to say, I was in space. <laughs> Mate! Two. My wife and I are heading down to Melbourne and we'll be there for grand final weekend. I've been hounding you guys about how to buy grand final tickets, but this week I just pulled the trigger and now I'm going to the fucking granny. So stoked. Thanks, guys, for the entertainment and passion and sometimes knowledge about the world's best sport. Brandon. Hey, Brandon. How'd you get him? How'd you get him? (laughs) Hasn't got him. Uh, Hasn't got him. Surely can't have him. He's going to come on the day and do the Tower of Torp and win two tickets. (laughs) Because he's good. How's he? Unless he's uh, unless he's bought like a members package that includes, because you can get AFL members package that includes grand final tickets. Ooh, 
<laughs> I hope Brandon doesn't think you just rock up on the day and, and buy Brandon, just like legitimately serious. Just send us a follow-up email. We won't necessarily read it out. We just want to know how you've got them because I don't want you to turn up and have not tickets that would get you in. Did someone sell you them online? Because that is also probably a worry. I'm good on you, mate. <laughs> Brandon, email back. We just want to confirm with you to make sure we're worried okay. about you, buddy. But happy but for you. What a fucking goal. Whew. Enjoy space, mate. You've earned it. Last email. Subject arrogance. This is from Sam. All right, Sam G. <clears throat> it's probably going to be an email about uh, Dusha, I reckon. <laughs> well, good guess. First word, Joel. <gasps> oh. After hearing nothing but arrogance come out of your mouth for the past few weeks, it is fitting that Port were the team to derail Essendon's final hopes. Just, no, no, I need to jump in here. Mate, what's his name? Sam. Sam. I don't know what show you've been listening to. Dude, he hasn't been arrogant. He's been anxious. (laughs) Arrogant of you to forget his name, Tom. Yeah, I am arrogant. Continue, Joel. Essendon have also helped keep Ken his job for a little while longer. I hope you're happy. Tom, I hope those feelings of doubt and concern that the rest of us footy fans experience are starting to set in for you. Oh. Are Geelong still a lock for the top two? What happens if Geelong have to fly to Perth or Brisbane for a qualifying final? Probably do better than if we have to play at the MCG against the Tigers. Sean, stay arrogant, baby. You've earned this. <laughs> Up the Lions. Oh. Wow. Oh. Funnily enough, sums up this week. It really does. Hates arrogance, but also loves it. Yeah. Loves footy. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It and works, Sam. If, if you want to let us know that we're being too arrogant or want to get stuck into us for our teams losing, which you won't have to do this week, so it's fine, uh, people, uh, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, uh, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And a reminder that you can listen to this show first on Play On Radio Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Uh, there's a link on our Twitter for it or you can just go to playonradio.live. Uh, or Thursdays at 5 a.m. Or Thursdays at 5 a.m., Melbourne time. Yep. Uh, so that's a good one for our international listeners or for people that wake up at fucked o'clock in the morning. Uh, if Yeah, if you're going to email saying to get fucked again, I appreciate it, but I will be cruel back. Next live show, it'll be a live show slash punch on. <laughs> Featuring Dowie. <laughs> Go cats, please. Oh, I think I'm falling in love with the Bond. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.